Join us on the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast as we delve into the world of living a luxurious lifestyle as a successful entrepreneur. Our discussions will cover essential topics such as the significance of networking in business, relationship building, leadership, spirituality, luxury travel, empowerment, healthy living, and personal development. We will also talk about how you can leverage your attractive lifestyle and heal and reinvent your life by managing other factors such as mental health, stress, time, and much more. The Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast, hosted by B. Baylor, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. I almost felt like dancing, guys, but welcome, welcome. <laughs> and you are tuned in to the Luxury Lifestyle Radio Show. I'm your host, B. Baylor. Guys, today we are going to dive into a topic that is often shrouded in silence, but is an integral part of our human experience, like navigating solitude. As the holiday season approach, we understand that for many of you guys and the people out there, that this time of year may bring a sense of melancholy and an ongoing and longing for your friends and for your family. And I want to take this time to say, remember, it's okay to feel this way. You're not alone on this journey. And this special episode titled Navigating Solitude a roadmap to surviving the holidays after losing a loved one. We are joined by three extraordinary, supersonic, amazing individuals. Dr. Ines Bracy, can you wave, Dr. Ines Bracy? Queen of Hearts, Cheryl Jones, and Javel Credit. Born some grace Amen. from Grace Poor. That is who she is. Dr. Ines Bracy is health and wellness coach, holding energy and space. And she looks like she can get us all straightened out in 2.5 seconds. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay. So there, there is an opportunity to share wisdom and guidance from these three amazing women. You're listening to us on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, Voice America. You know what, guys? We're live on Facebook. And go to B. Baylor's page and invite some friends to this amazing topic. Or you can call in and ask these beauties any question that you want. You 1-866-472-5788. And we are so incredibly excited to have Cheryl Jones, Queen of Hearts, who uh, took the time to come and be with us, Javel Credit with Grace Poor, Ines Bracy with Health and Wellness. I'm not going to take the time to read these entrepreneurs' um, bio because I know it's packed and full of everything, but you guys can sit back and relax, grab yourself a glass of your favorite and dive so that you can be with us to dive into this conversation. The bios is on 
uh, the link that has been on Facebook if you want to check out the bios. And so let's get started, guys. Let's get started. I want to take this opportunity to get started. First, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Queen of Hearts. I'm gonna let you go first, and I want you to tell us a little bit about you. And what does a luxury holiday mean to you? Cheryl, take it away. Okay. Well, I am Cheryl Jones writing here in Dallas, Texas. I can tell people I'm the Dallas social worker on the journey to international motivator. I believe that God put us all here to give to others. So I start with that. My life is about service to others. Um, I believe that a luxury holiday for me this year is going to be incredibly different. On November 20th, my husband of 36 years passed away. So I'm going to be navigating the waters without a husband this year. So this is going to be quite different. But I know to all things, there's an expected end. So I know it was just his time to go home. So I'm thankful to God for all of the opportunities that I have to serve during this holiday season and just to be a blessing to others. So I'm thankful to be here today to have this discussion with you ladies. I think it's going to be a great discussion and we're going to help several people. I love you so much because Mm -hmm. of who you are and how you showed up in this most powerful way of just telling it like it is, right? Cheryl, because Thank some you. people want you to be different. They want right. you to talk different mm-hmm. based on what your situation is. Right. So we're you are the reason why we're here and we want to talk about that. Um, Dr. Ines Bracey, tell us a little bit about you in three minutes and what does luxury holiday mean to you? Wow, thank you so much, B. A luxury holiday for me is to spend time and be in the presence of my family because I live in Florida and most of them live in other places. So this year we are gathering at one of my sister's house and it's just going to be awesome to be with everybody, the little ones, the middle ones and all of that. So that's a luxury holiday for me. I love, love, love being able to join my family because whatever we do and wherever we are, we have so much fun. And that is why I go to really enjoy the love and the giving and the sharing. So that's all about me. And you have a big family too. And that's so amazing. Um, Javel Credit, tell us a little bit, a little about you in three minutes. And what does luxury mean to you? Well, B, I am Javel Credit and I am the founder and owner of Grace Poor, uh, putting ourselves under restoration. Uh, Grace Poor is just about sh- showing others and yourself, reminding yourself about pouring grace for yourself and um, making sure that you're serving yourself in the eight areas of self-care. What a luxury holiday means to me. Um, My family has deemed my home to be Christmas central. And they deemed it that simply because I was the caregiver for my mother. And unfortunately, she's no longer with us. And so this is our second Christmas without mom and dad and a few other of our family members. And so um, luxury Christmas for me, our holiday for me is just being able to fill the space and hold the space of love in my home and the fact that they even feel love here. So um, it's about showering them with a whole bunch of love. Oh, that's amazing. And um, how many uh, family members, siblings do you have? 
It is nine of us, eight of us still living. We lost a brother two years ago. So um, it's eight of us. And I have lost count of all the nieces and nephews and the great nieces and nephews, but we can fill up a house very quickly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sounds sounds like my family. I, I have I come from seven, seven siblings. It's it's all seven of us, and we're all living. And uh, probably like 50, 60 kids all together, oh, great grandkids, all of that. I know I have eight myself. So just let that marinate. Yeah. So <laughs> I, you know, I just want to go dive deep into, uh, and everyone could just throw a question out, but I want to dive deep into the heart centered. And I want to start with you, Cheryl, because I I heard you say that your husband, Rodney, and I know this, um, he's no longer with you. But tell us what that feel like and how are you going to navigate through all of this and ship for your family? Let's talk about that. Okay. So for me, it's making a conscious decision. I know that I did everything God wanted me to do for him. So I have no regrets. I have no question of where he is. I just know he went home to be with the Lord. And for me, I decided my children, my daughter is not going to come in. So I just told her, enjoy your baby. Enjoy your time, you and her together. I'm going to go out and be at the homeless shelters. I'm going to give them some love because I could stay home and I could be here and I could try to go to my sisters and try to go. All these different people have invited me, but I just feel like God is calling me to serve it. God is calling me to go do something for people who don't have Christmas, you know, because it's not for me about the gifts. My greatest gift is gone. So for me, it's about spreading some love and we can spread love through serving, through, you know, helping them get their meal together or whatever we can do. So me and a friend of mine, she lost her brother to suicide two, three months ago. And then I lost my husband. We just decided let's just serve Christmas Eve and Christmas day. Let's serve like we've never served before. So that's how I'm going to navigate my children. On the other end, uh, my son is going skiing. So I thought that was going to be really good. And my daughter is just going to spend time with her daughter, making sure it's a good time for her. So. I've encouraged them to embrace their grief, though, knowing that we can't avoid it. We can't say, hey, it doesn't exist, but we can do something to replace those feelings. For me, service always feels good. It always Mm. feels like a great time when I can go and serve. So that's how I'm navigating this year. Oh, my gosh. JaVale, weigh in on that. I I mean, there's no words. Cheryl, uh, first of all, let me just say that I... I am so sorry for your loss, but I I feel your heart and I, I feel the fact that so much grace has been poured upon you with the fact that you were able to take care of your husband the best way that you know how and yeah. that he was a gift to you. And so I what I heard you say is that you're in grace overflow. So you're going to serve that grace from your overflow and you're going to serve it to others. And girl, that is amazing. Like you're showing people how to do it. You're showing them that, you know, since grace was bestowed upon you, you're going to be grateful enough or graceful enough to serve others and pour it for them. So, um, 
I just, I, I capture your heart. I hug your heart for you. <laughs> and I am so glad that you're going to do something that's going to bring joy, not only to you, but to other people. That's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate Ooh, that. Pour, pour out. Just look at that grace. Just pouring it out. Yeah. Just pour it out, Javelle. You it know how just, to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I so, think that what she's doing is so awesome. Yeah. Yes. That feels so good. Dr. Bracey, weigh in on what Queen of Hearts Cheryl just said. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Awesome. And hmm, one of the things that I heard when you were talking, Queen of Hearts, is that you are a servant leader without saying that, because your heart is to serve others. And in having your husband do his transition and transformation, you decided that rather than spend time with your children and whoever else in your life, you wanted to serve. Now, let me ask you this question. When you decided to that you wanted to serve, what came up for you in the energy of serving? Wow. Okay, so Rodney had been sick for six years and we discussed his home going for many years. He's been wanting to go home diligently the last two years. And he just told me, always serve, Cheryl. You're good at that. People are drawn to you. So get into your yummy good. We call it my yummy good space. Get in my yummy good space. And he encouraged me to serve after he's gone. He said, don't stop living. Keep loving and serving others. So I'm doing this in memory of Rodney. Because, mm. yeah, it would be great to be there with grandbaby and buy her all this stuff. But it's not about that anymore. And, you know, when they were here, made a conscious decision. He died the Monday before Thanksgiving. I had his service the Saturday after Thanksgiving because I had family in town already. So it was about service to them. Don't go back home. Let me do this quickly. Get this done so y'all can be here and don't have to come back. So it's all about serving others and loving others. Yeah. yeah so that's that's that. How do you serve yourself? How do I serve myself? I'm going to therapy today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. I realize it's easy. I've been an entrepreneur for 18 years. It's easy for me to say, oh, I need to give this to somebody. I need to give this. To. And realizing that, okay, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not taking care of me. Let me go and let the therapist give me some detail. You need to do this. I cry. But here's the deal, y'all. I'm just being honest and transparent. I hope this is the Bring right it place on. to do this. Be. It is. Uh, it's safe. My mom died 14 years ago. And the week she died, it was my payroll. So I could hear my dad. He told me that day, stop all this crying and go handle your business. So I had to go do my payroll on the, what is the thing called before the funeral? You do it at night. Um, that, the wait. The wait. The wait. The, yeah, <laughs> So it was that day and my dad said, go handle your business. You got payroll. I had over 300 employees at the time. He said, go handle your business. All during this time when Rodney died, I kept on hearing daddy's voice say, stop all that crying and handle your business. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I thought, okay, maybe I'm not able to process this good because I keep hearing daddy say, go handle your business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's what I've been doing. I've been going, running, doing that. And people keep inboxing me saying, hey, you're not taking care of yourself. And it's like, but I am though. Taking care of others is taking care of me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just decided, let me go to a therapist and make sure I'm not overly uh, trying to run away from something. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this. Thank you, Dr. Bracey. Thank you. Thank you. Because you just brought up my next question. And um, Cheryl, I'm here to say your busyness, you were, you, you voiced, I'm a very busy entrepreneur. Right. Yeah. yeah. You sounded, I had to like go deep on this because there's been a couple of diagnoses in my life. And one is heart attack, double heart attack, quadruple wow. bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm a busy entrepreneur. And I had to just stop it. I wanted to be a, a productive entrepreneur. I wanted to serve in a way that is powerful for me. And thank you for just coming on here and helping me to clear that up because I didn't want you to be that busy entrepreneur. I want you've already been down the trenches. I'm going like straight up saying you've been in the trenches. You've served your husband. You've given, and your cup is empty. Grace, pour up there. <laughs> your cup is empty. And I'm going to hand it over to Javel to talk about this cup being empty. You have your whole life, Cheryl, ahead of you. You get to choose and be who you want to be and serve on this beautiful platform that you've created. But when you're out of gas and your cup is empty, it's time to make a choice. JaVale, weigh in on that. Well, I was I was glad to hear her say that she is going to take a a moment to go and have therapy because, Cheryl, what we can do is we can pour and pour and pour into other people and other cups. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that your heart is a servant's heart. But God says for us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So make sure that you've loved on you a little. And so I hear you saying that you're taking a moment to do that. Very proud because what we cannot do is pour from an empty cup. But we as super women, that superwoman syndrome, we will definitely try to pour from an empty cup. We we will try to pour the paint off the cup, the enamel off the cup, and not take that moment to just make sure that we're okay. So I praise God that I heard you say that you're going to do a check-in. Keep checking in, keep making sure that you're not running off of empty, running off of fumes, and trying to pour from an empty cup. Please make sure that you're filling the cup, you're allowing God and others to love on you. I know that you've sent your children in their own directions, and that's great, but you know, in case you need that that moment for someone to love on Cheryl, just to be there for you, to hold space for you, to, you know, they don't have to say anything. Just be there to hold space. Make sure that you're grabbing on to that as well. So I, I'm glad to hear you say that you're taking a moment and you're allowing someone to hold the space for you. And just know that we're here if you need someone to hold space for you. But make sure that you're loving on you so that the neighbors can, you can love the neighbors as well. Absolutely. Thank um, you. Yeah. That is beautiful. That is so uh, beautiful. Dr. Inez, would you like to weigh in? Yes, I would. When I think about busyness, especially as an entrepreneur and having my own business, just as all of us do on this call, busyness, I see it sometimes as a churning where you're doing this and you're doing that. But are you being productive? 
when you are productive, you're getting, you're producing things, you're getting them out there and you are seeing the return on your production. Many times when we're busy, we don't see a return because we're too busy and don't get an opportunity to get it out. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Mm. what are you doing? All of us, what are we doing to be productive? Because when the holidays start, we want to go here, we want to go there, we want to do this, we want to do that. So now that the holidays are here and even after and before, what are we doing and giving ourselves permission to relax into it and do some deep breathing and say, wait a minute, this is the 12th month and the 22nd day. I don't need to do anything except take care of myself and breathe. Give yourself some grace so that when it's time for you to reflect Enjoy being in your own presence. For some people, they cannot stand being in their own presence. That's why they're always out there running the other than yon. When you find yourself in that energy that's, yeah, I got to go, I got to go. Just remember to pause for a moment mm-hmm. and say to yourself, do I really need to do this? Is it a requirement for the rest of my day? You make that decision. If it's a requirment, go. If it's not, you can do it tomorrow or the next day or the next day or never. Right. You guys just helped 20,000 women (laughs) in this conversation because there are women who are grandmothers like me. Oh, I got to give the kids something. I got to buy the grandkids something. If I don't, oh my gosh, they're going to be upset with me. And oh, I got to spend some money. I don't know what January is going to look like. I know I'm going to be broke if I buy all these people something. And I just, I'm stopping. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that is just be in the present. Um, Have an opportunity to just be in the present. And so this brings us to the next question. Uh, Cheryl, you okay with that? You okay with what everyone just Mm -hmm. said? I am. (laughs) Wow. You didn't get on this show by mistake. No. Okay. Because <laughs> I sit and I watch this beautiful conversation. You did a live and you said, this is what you said. I did everything I could do for Rodney. Mm-hmm. Those were your words, weren't they? Yeah. Because I listened to it. I listened mm-hmm. to the whole thing. I listened to you share with the world everything you did for Rodney. And there was no gift and no one should hold or point fingers because you're choosing to be joyful. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It takes a a big heart to do that. Dr. Bracey. Having done everything that you could for Rodney. What will you do for yourself? Wow. Uh. (laughs) Go to therapy today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Woo! I didn't see that coming. Woo! Oh, oh, <laughs> don't hurt us, Dr. Bracey. Don't hurt us. That was awesome. That was awesome. Because I am a giver by nature. And one of my friends told me, Cheryl, you got to have boundaries. The givers have to have boundaries because takers have none. Yeah. And I see that. 
day after day after day. They will keep taking as long as I give it. (laughs) Cheryl, we teach people how to treat us. And if we teach them that it's okay for them to keep taking from us and give nothing back, then that's exactly what they will do. We enable them to take from us. And so sometimes we have to take that step back and say, wait a minute, are you taking from my cup or my saucer? Because the saucer is the overflow and you're welcome to that. But the cup is something I need to keep for myself. So... Yeah, we we teach people how to treat us. Just just be mindful. <laughs> don't don't take my cup, okay? <laughs> you can have my saucer, but don't Not take my cup. cup. Yeah, that's because true. that is, and, and you know, we're going to go to uh, Javelle, you know, in the next half. But this is about really taking the time to navigate, and you did it, Cheryl. You set the boundaries. You told your daughter. You just take care of your baby. I'm going to do something that you made a choice and a decision for yourself. For the first time in a long time, you get to do that. Because if Riley was here, you wouldn't be saying that. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God that Cheryl gets to do what she wants to do. And that's what we always do. Want to do what other people want us to do. The grandbabies, are you listening? I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> are you listening? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I have it all planned out. Like, I'm just going to do me. And that is okay. Right, Dr. Bracey? It's more than okay because you deserve it. We know that we deserve to treat ourselves exquisite yeah. with splendor and joy and all of that. And sometimes we forget to do that because we're so busy running here and yon and doing for others. Every day you have the opportunity to create a celebration just for you, even if it's having a glass of tea, drinking a glass of wine, whatever it is. And as you create this celebration saying, I'm doing this for me as you're pouring your tea, as whatever, doing some stretches, whatever it is, but label it mm-hmm. as your celebration so that you don't forget to do something every day that makes your heart sing, make your body move. And you just want to just scream with exquisite joy. Yes. Mm. True. I would love to bring you back, Cheryl, because you're doing the unthinkable. You just said, I'm in therapy. What woman of color say those words? Oh, wow. <laughs> Cheryl Jones. Cheryl Jones. <laughs> Cheryl Jones. I love it. I love I'm it. gonna get some help. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get me some therapy. I'm not gonna travel down this road. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. No, it's yeah. not gonna happen. Uh, are you listening out there, ladies? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> go get you some help and Hello. don't don't like try to bury it. Let everybody know that the light is on and I'm here to shine the light on Queen of Hearts, Cheryl Jones. I want to be in the spotlight and you are owning that and you are wearing that. And I hope you have shielded your heart for the people who come for you because you're doing you. Right. You're doing you. And that's like so powerful that you are doing you. And I just, I want to 
I want to dive into JaVale Credit because when you hear her story of how she's going to show up for Christmas and Dr. Bracey is holding energy that she's my boss. <laughs> Look at her just standing there. Okay. Just B. one thing. <laughs> B, let me just say this before we go to break. It's not just about Cheryl Jones going to therapy because of all this happened over the last six years. Absolutely. It's also about each of us deciding and owning what has happened to us and perhaps right. we can get a little help. Man. It, and you have no idea. My story, it take like a six hour show. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying that my story is is so powerful and profound. But you know what, ladies, let's go to commercial. And when we come back, we're going to hear from JaVel Credit, how she will show up after losing not one, but a multitude of family members. And we want to hear her story, how she keeps grace in her cup. Mm. And it is powerful. So let's go to commercial. We'll be right back. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Are you ready to elevate your business with V Baylor Coaching and Marketing? Looking to supercharge your digital strategy? Look no further. V Baylor Coaching and Marketing offers tailored solutions to help your business soar to new heights. Choose from our exclusive social media packages. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Contact us today at bbaylor at gmail.com or you can go to the website at bbaylor.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast with host B. Baylor. Have a question for B or her guests? 
Join us on the show at 866-472-5787. That's 866-472-5787. Now back to the show. All right, all right, all right. I've been wanting to say that. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) We're back. And this is the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint. And the blueprint today, guys, is we're laying it all out. You don't have to be, it's not about buying gifts. It's not about showering people with gifts. It is, this Christmas is not about any of that. And you know, we've been through a lot. We have lost loved ones galore. Mm-hmm. And I just want to show up in, in, in a way that is true to myself and be, and be true to myself. Mm-hmm. And I want to start with you, uh, Javel Credit, because mm-hmm. you've endured a lot this year. We're in December. How mm-hmm. did you get here? <laughs> by God's grace, <laughs> God's grace has carried yes. me through. Yeah. So unfortunately for me, um, I have lost to date 21 family members in the last two years. Um, but God has been gracious and he, like Ms. Jones was sharing, the comfort is knowing that I have loved well and I can look back going this person did not leave me without knowing and without me showing how much I love them. So the best way that I can continue on is by continuing to love those that are here with me with the same amount of effort and the same amount of love. Um, One of the things that I have shared with my family outside of seeking grief counseling and, um, Grief Share has been phenomenal for me and my family. Uh, We've done 13 weeks of Grief Share individually. Uh, We haven't been able to do it together, but individually uh, we've done Grief Share and it has taken us through 13 weeks of learning how to deal with the loss that we've been through. Um, But one of the things that I try to tell everyone is it's okay to not be okay. And to actually have that moment where you allow yourself to just grieve, you allow yourself to cry. Um, Tears can be the cleansing of the soul, but it can also be very therapeutic. And I know with my little nephew, my great nephew, he called my mom his best friend. So we had to take a moment with him to just let him get it out. And however that showed up, That is what we did. If it showed up with him just kicking and screaming in the middle of the floor, I kicked and screamed with him. If it was just that he wanted to be held in that moment, I would hold him. But um, you just have to allow people to grieve their own way. There is unfortunately no blueprint for grief. Grief is very individual. And I think that we as a community need to understand that and learn that. Um, My grief process is not going to be Cheryl's and Cheryl's isn't going to be mine. And neither one of us is going to be yours or or Dr. Bracey. It's very individual. So embrace the individualness of it. What heals my soul may not heal yours. Um, but that's why, Cheryl, I also offered to hold space if, if need be. Um, 
I have a girlfriend that, you know, in losing her loved one, there was, she found comfort in different ways. If you wanted to show up for me, please come to the door with ice cream, coffee, or cookies. That's how I grieve. You know, it, it's just very individual. So I think that we as a community need to understand that. We don't need to rush anyone through the process. Uh, just kind of be there and, and hold the space for them. That is beautiful, JaVale. And I've, I've known you for uh, a very long time. And the truth is the truth. You always show up being your true, authentic self. Every time we work together, we coach together, yeah. and I know who you are. Every time you show up, you say the same thing. And that is the healing process that you've allowed to open your heart and be healed. It was a process. You've lost a lot of family members. Mm-hmm. I've been with you uh, through this process, yeah. and you always show up as Javel credit. I so appreciate you oh, for being you. who you are. Um, Cheryl, would you like to weigh in on that? Because that's profound. Yeah, I think it's important that we learn about holding space for people and that we do just that. I don't think many people even know what that means. So Mm -hmm. for me, I have to tell people what I need. Hey, I need for you to text me. Don't try to call me because I'm always in somebody's house. And just being honest, it has nothing to do with me not liking you or none of that. I just got to work. Bottom line. That's true. I just have to be honest. Very I have to do what I have to do to maintain my contract with the state. So and it's just being honest with people. Um, and I don't have a problem them now being honest. This isn't the same person who came into the game six years ago. And I realized I had so many people just praying for Rodney, praying for Rodney. You know, everybody that I knew was praying for Rodney. And I realized the answer is no. I'm not going to heal him, but I'm absolutely going to change you. Mm. So I had to sit with that. It's like, what? Okay, God, you're not going to heal him? Really? Mm-hmm. And I had to realize he was working on me. He was changing me so I could take care of him. He was mm-hmm. changing me so I could accept the notes. There's been so many times that they said he wouldn't live through the night. And I kept saying, I'm married to Superman. He's going to make it through the night. Mm-hmm. Even on his last day, he sent me a message. His last day, I had slept, I think, three hours. I woke up. His hands were blue. His skin was cold. But he was still breathing. So my my nurse friend, Pam, I said, Pam, his hands are blue. And he's, you know, he's cold to the touch. And but he's still breathing. She says, Cheryl, you got about 30 minutes to an hour. Of course, Superman lived four and a half more hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but he's Superman, though. He's not going to do what they say that's going to happen to him. Wow. He's going to do it when he wants to do it when God takes him and when God takes him. And that was a lesson for me that although medical science may say he can't make it, they said he wouldn't live. You know, he was on hospice mm-hmm. 16 months. He wasn't supposed to live 30 days. So I know that. And my friend started me off with this six years ago. She would always say every time I call her, she says, Cheryl, I don't know if Rodney will live or die, but God has a perfect plan for his life and you will not change it. You will not speed it up. You will not slow it down. When God is ready for his life to come to heaven, he's going to come. You can't change it. Mm -hmm. And for me, just realizing that Yes, we have to hold space for others. And if that means just coming over and being quiet, just being there with you. That's what I like sometimes, just to be in the presence of my friends. We don't even got to talk. We can just sit there and watch TV together. 
you know, but just knowing that they're holding space for me. So I love that, Janelle. I love that you said that because that's what I've needed more than anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been telling people. Okay, I may not need to talk to you. I may just need to see you, right. you know? So just knowing what you want, I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Even during the holidays, right, right, yes. Cheryl? Yes, yes. even Absolutely. so. Uh, make me something, cook me something, just, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> <laughs> bring something, you know, that, that yes. warm my soul. But now you're in a different space, Cheryl. Yeah. Uh, you get to do and be who you want to be on right. your terms without having to show back up or the nurses or something's wrong. Yeah. You get to do things on your term. And I'd love for you to weigh in on that, Dr. Bracey. Wow. That is huge. That is really huge. Because for the last six years, you've been focused outside of yourself, taking care of your husband as best you could. And now that he's no longer there, how do you feel that time? What do you do? Are you going to use that time to get your, to build your business more? Are you going to use that time to get more centered with yourself so you come out with some great new product? What are you going to do with that time? Oh, that's a question for me. I was just so enjoying you talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is good. Mm, this is good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, do some more. Pour some well, more. Give me some out. grace. <laughs> sure. About me, there, there's a plan that God has for me that I don't feel like I've walked in. So I'm asking God for clarity. I'm asking for him. Um, I believe my business is on autopilot for the past 18 years. I'd say the first three years were really rough. These last 15 have really been a breeze because, you know, my clients don't leave. When they come, they stay. So it's like it's been a breeze in the sense that I haven't had to really struggle in business. So that's a blessing. But Mm -hmm. I think that there's something else that is so yummy good that God is trying to develop. And I'm just asking him for clarity. I'm just asking him, Lord, help me walk in the path that you want for me, you know? And so I can be a blessing to everybody that I come in touch with. And that's what Mm. I want to see myself. And even when I look at my whole life, being a wife for 36 years, I really haven't had it in terms of what I exactly wanted. I always had to, you know, consider writing in the kids. Now it's exactly what I want to do. No filters, nobody, even though my kids are kind of like my little police. They keep my phone. Where you at today? And all this. Oh, I say, I'm so grown. I'm so grown. I'm y'all mama. Y'all not my mama. But (laughs) I just love the fact that I can make that choice and just listen to God, the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Okay, you need to do this. On Thursday, I was able to go see three sick people. And that does my heart well to be able to show up in the nursing homes and the hospitals. And even if I could just give them a little bit of joy for 30 minutes, whatever I can give to them, it makes me feel 10 times better. Now you said something about um, God has a plan for you and you're waiting for clarity. Yes. What I have found is knowing that there is a plan is to take the first step. Yes. Because you are, you know, there's the plan. And you take the first step. See, it's not going to roll the whole thing out at you one time. Yes. So just take the first step and be mindful and noticing and intentional about, okay, that was the first step. Now, what's next? 
Yeah. What is the next step? But get yeah. started. Do you see yes. what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Thank you for that. Thank, thank you, uh, Dr. Bracey. Did that just what, what came up when you said that is I'm going to help you with this, Cheryl, because now I'm single girl, right? And now uh-huh. you're single or widowed, right? right? right. And so ooh, do we get to do things on our term? Do we do, I mean, are you holding back or are you standing within those bound, boundaries? Will you do things outer? Just get out of the centered lifestyle that you've been living. How will you, how will you weigh in on that? I just want to hear, cause you're single now. How wow. will you treat your life? I think I'm going to be, for instance, in a sense. So I have my company. Then I have this group called what? Women having a talk. So I've already planned 22 different things that I'm going to do for 24. <laughs> so it's like, Okay, yeah, I need to do this. I need to do this. All planning on paper because I know that the busier I am, the happier I'm going to be. And that's why I'm going to therapy to make sure I'm just not being busy, busy and trying to avoid something. But I'm being busy, busy because I actually love to help people and have events and help them change their life. So just making sure I'm in accordance to what I need to do for me. Mm. JaVale, wait in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the fact that she says she has it all written down because the right. word is write the vision and make it plain. So yes. kudos to you. You seem to have it together. I love the fact that you are, you know, doing your check-ins with the therapist and all that. So you keep going. You keep okay. doing what you're doing. <laughs> I think it's it's wonderful. But um, speaking to anyone else that is out there that may be dealing um, with grief differently than Cheryl, um, because I think, Cheryl, from what I hear from you, you're you're at a place, a good place, and and you're dealing with your grief in a way that uh, most people can't. So um, I give you all the kudos and the praise, and and I'm just glad that God has already given you the peace and the healing that you need. But for those that are are looking for what Cheryl has, I think that one of the things that I would encourage is just to be still. They take some be still moments where you're allowing your cup to be filled and you're allowing God to fill it. Um, Most people, um, and I'm going to just use myself. Sometimes we find it very hard to be still. Yeah. And once I had to learn and get into the practice of being still, I had to take it in increments because I, like Cheryl, I am best when I'm busy. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. I need to get to a place that I can be alone so that I can meditate, so that I can give God a moment to talk to me, not just me talking to him. Yeah. Not me just begging, not me just going, God, I need, I need, God, will you do this? But allowing him to speak to my spirit. And the only way that that can be done is by being still so that we can hear. And what we hear is clear enough for we to us to do as Cheryl has done and write the vision and make it plain. Right. And it's okay to be in that space, yes. Cheryl. Other right. folks want your life to be what they perceive the yes. normal 
right? right? Oh, she should be grieving. She shouldn't be doing that. And I wouldn't do that if I was her. Yeah. Dr. And how Gracie do you Wayne. respond to that? Any of y'all, yes. how do I deal with that? What do I Dr. do? <laughs> everyone, everyone has an opportunity to grieve in their own way. Okay. There is no prescribed time for grieving. Some people are grieving five years later. Yeah. Some people grieve for five minutes and they got it. <laughs> so when people are talking about, you ought not be doing this, just say thank yes. you so much. Give them a big smile. Thank you so much. And keep walking. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> That's sure. what I'm getting. I'm, a whole, I'm overloaded with messages in my inbox. Mm. It's just like, what is going on with you? Why are you doing this? Why are you at this event? Because I'm at home by myself and I'm lonely. I got to go somewhere. Yeah. But you're not required to be anywhere or respond to those messages. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's okay not to respond. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yes, okay. absolutely. Pour yourself mm-hmm. some grace right. and ask them if they'd like a cup. <laughs> it's, it's just, I, I'm pouring me some grace today. Would right. you like a cup? Right. Yeah, that's that's it. You owe no one anything. Okay. You owe or you only will be... yourself, yes, because then you will be spending time trying to accommodate and trying to make your grief look like what they want it to look like right. instead of what it is for you. And it sounds as though like you you've got good grief. You found the good oh, in grieving. So right. and that's okay. My my grief doesn't have to look like your grief. Your grief doesn't have to look like mine. It just is what it is. And right. if they can't get on board with the way that you're choosing to grieve, then that's more on them than on you. And like the doctor said, it's just like, yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate your comment. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Or not. (laughs) Or not. Yeah. Because we are not required at all to be wired for every, everyone, even as women, we want to, put out all the fires. Mm -hmm. And there are times when I just want to be in a space to hear the birds, Mm -hmm. smell the roses, take a walk and just be. And this is the perfect opportunity during the holidays to find that inner peace for yourself. We're talking to the women uh, out there. You don't have to be, or you cook this extravagant meal and uh, spending your time in the kitchen right. and not really mm-hmm. taking the time to just yes. be well, what you cook is nothing. <laughs> you welcome to bring something Thank if you. you want to eat, because that's what families are looking for is time. And we've lost. This has been a year of loss for yeah. me. I'm just speaking for me mm-hmm. of trying to make decisions of coming together with siblings and disagreements and misunderstandings and the world, all these things are on our shoulder mm-hmm. and we have to take the time to just be. Cheryl, you are courageous for who you are and for, for how you state the course with your husband. Kudos to you. Mm-hmm. And JaVale, what would you say a Christmas, the perfect Christmas, what would you say that looked like? And then Cheryl and Dr. Bracey, you weigh in. The perfect Christmas. The perfect Christmas for me would be uh, just creating memories 
and being able to know that I've I've made someone in my family or friends group happy. That's what a perfect Christmas looks like, where it's drama free and I'm just able to be who I am and give the love that has been shown upon and given to me, give it back to others. All right, Cheryl. I think the perfect Christmas for me this year is going to look different. Um, But for me, just finding that true, authentic happiness uh, and just being happy, whether that's sharing a a coffee with somebody at the soup kitchen, whatever it's going to look like, I'm just ready to receive whatever God has for me. I think there's going to be healing there for me as well, because it's not about what I have and how I give. It's going to be God showing up those places for the people that need us most. Yeah. I love it. Oh, beautiful. Dr. Bracey. One of the things that I would probably think about, especially having uh, lost your husband so so recently, is to do one thing that you all used to do together that you thoroughly enjoyed before he was sick. Oh, wow. And as you plan that celebration, Get in the energy that you know that the love and all of that and feel his energy around you, allowing you and giving you permission to go. Wow. I love it. I love it, uh, Dr. Bracey. That is so, so beautiful. Well, Grace, for you, when you are doing, you say you want to make memories. So the idea about making memories is to create the space for the memories to be made. Mm -hmm. And as you're creating the space for the memories to be made, that space is a memory that already for you, Mm -hmm. but when your family comes, now they get to share your memory made space, which brings it all together in such a beautiful package that when they leave, they will keep it with them forever. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. And I love how you put that memory mm-hmm. made space. I'm going to remember that. I love that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, that's, that's really powerful. Because yes. now you could do anything where, you know, everyone could come and b- b- do some baking together. Mm-hmm. Create who baked the best cake and do a cake decorating. There's just so many things that you get to do, guys. For, it's not about the money that you want to spend on yourself. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just so profound that we as women... And I love saying this, especially women of color. We are the most powerful creatures on this earth. Hint, hint. And we, because we've been through the storm, we've yes. been through it all. And we get to lay down a roadmap for other women to follow. Yes. This is what this show is about, that we get to do that. And I, I do wish that um, you guys take about five minutes to stay on as we come to a close for the luxury lifestyle blueprint. What you ladies have done is created a blueprint for so many women who are hurting. Do you guys hear me? Um, I may have the riches, the money, the, but there are people and women who are hurting deeply and they need this conversation that we are having Today, I want you guys to hear me. You mastered it, Cheryl. You mastered 
And now with you, will you pass this blueprint on to other women who need you? They are already thinking, I wonder how Cheryl is doing this. My gosh, I wish I could do that. Mm -hmm. Same for you, Dr. Bracey. Dr. Bracey has, she has an answer. She can pretty much just elaborate on it all. And here you are, JaVale, with your grace pouring out, (laughs) right? And that's what's so profound as who are we and how can we show up for other women who hide behind the pain, the hurt, and all that they have endured? Guess what? I'm one of those women. Yes, you are. Right? But I show up in a most powerful way for family, for friends who, and I give life stories. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm the old school. I like my silver hair, white hair. I've been around the bush, the tree, the roads, and up and down the byways. <laughs> Let me just lay it out there. If you've done that, been there. Yeah. <laughs> right? So we as women have to be stern in the loved ones. And so I just want you guys to know that you're watching the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint, and we will see you guys December the 21st at 2 p.m. for a surprise guest. Um, And you, oh my gosh, Cheryl, any last words? Just take care of yourself and others. Love everybody, y'all. Love everybody. You never know what situation you're going to find yourself in or they may be in, it's silent. They won't tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, well, it was last year, so it's been a year, a good friend of mine, her daughter committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, I was right there. Why didn't I pick it up? I'm a social worker. I, I felt the guilt of, oh my goodness, I didn't pick up that she was even hurting. So y'all, let's be a light to everybody. Let's love everybody and let them know okay. they can come to you. Mm-hmm. So that's my message. Thanks for joining us today on the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast with B. Baylor. We hope today's discussion has helped you to make positive changes that will set the blueprint for living your luxurious lifestyle. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.